Welcome to the Event Army podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Paul and Andrew, and we're just going to do a match reaction of the Chelsea game, uh, first game of the season, and it finished Chelsea one Everton nil. Um, Paul, we'll we'll start before we get into the game. It will start with the starting lineup. Um, what was your thoughts on the starting lineup when you seen it? Because obviously Deli Ali didn't start, did he? So yeah, that was thought. a shock to me that Deli Ali wasn't starting. I think every man and his dog had Deli Ali starting up front. Yeah, and you could tell early on to the game we just had no focal point. We had absolutely nothing up front. It was just a glaring thing. I will come on to it later. I thought we looked all right, but you just yeah. had no specialist up front, and it come back to get us in the end, in my opinion. Yeah, massively, mate. Andrew, what's your uh, what were your initial thoughts on the starting lineup? I, I mean, I'm with uh, Brownie. I really thought we were going to have Delhi in that false nine that's been flying around Twitter ever since. What was it, Blackpool? We yeah. tried that. Um, I also thought we'd use uh, Gordon as a striker. Yeah, uh, try that out. But I thought for what we had, it could have been worse. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Well, let's uh, jump into the game then, because um, <clears throat> well, we started off. How do you think we started off the, the first ten minutes? It was very slow to start off with. Um, <clears throat> there was a couple of things, but the first major incident was the the Godfrey thing for me and on like the 12th minute so we'll just start off with that um, it just seems like the linesmen they just and the referees they just get worse every season I mean <clears throat> it was only a matter of time that something was going to happen from just playing on and uh, obviously it has to happen to Everton like but Ben Godfrey it looks a bad one um, and Andrew what did you make of that mate? Yeah, I mean, this happened, was it last season or the season before where uh, Jimenez got absolutely destroyed Yeah, uh, because the linesmen didn't do their job correctly? And this was yeah. different because it wasn't like a questionable offside or something like that. The ball was three feet out of bounds, like Easily. completely out of play. There's no reason for you not to make that call unless you're just completely out of position, which they were. Yeah. Definitely. And Godfrey comes flying in and his boot caught and it folded under him. I don't know if you've ever, uh, there's an old, old UFC fight at this point uh, where Gabriel Gonzaga head kicked Mirko Krokop. Yeah. And Krokop's foot folds under him as he falls. And it reminded me exactly of that. Yeah. I see, I remember that one. That was vile. Um, mm-hmm. Paul, you were obviously in the ground, mate. What, what, did, what did you make of the, uh, the Godfrey thing? Did you see much of it? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I sit on the halfway line. Couldn't really see what had happened. Um, was it his back pass that he was trying to fix? I, th- I believe it was, mate. I couldn't, the camera kind of panned on the TV, so I couldn't really see who it was yeah. who done the back pass. But I've seen him down, but, and then you knew, you know, after a couple of minutes, and the ground goes silent, and you think, oh, he's not getting up here. I spoke to someone after the game, and I met someone who sits in the Gladys Street, said you could hear him screaming. Yeah. So, obviously, it's a bad one. Um, it's just... Never rains, but pause, does it? It's just why can't it just be a simple he sprained his ankle or something? Why has it gotta be a break or I know. It's just it's just rotten luck, honest to God, it really is. We've got players here, he's what's Ben Godfrey, twenty one, twenty two, something like that. Yeah. I mean 22. it's just it's just bad luck. It's just it's not even to nothing to do with not looking after yourself, it's just bad luck. And yeah. it's it always seems to happen to us and people say, Oh, he's moaning again, but it, it does, it genuinely does just seem to happen to us. Yeah. It does, mate. We've just lost, you know, Calvert Lewin and Yerry Mina and Ben Godfrey, and we've only had one game of the season. It's just shocking. It really is. Um, yeah. yeah. Now I'll say something real quick on this. I'm 
obviously not happy that this happened at all, but I am happy when it happened because yeah, now yeah. we've still got weeks in the window. We know who we don't have for how long ish. And yeah, the yeah. main thing of all of them, we know that even without, you know, Colombian games to play, Mina yeah. still cannot be relied on. So I think I also that will think help. Well. I thought Holgate done really well when he came on. Yeah. I, I'm a huge Holgate hater, and I thought he was great. Like, yeah, not yeah. just good. I thought he was very, very Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, he was he didn't solid. do his normal, like, boot for the fuck of it pass, uh, which I appreciated because that's, that's the thing that always infuriates me is he just hoofs it. But uh, he looked very solid, very composed. Like, our set-piece defense, what the fuck happened yeah. in the past week? Very weird because I think uh, Chelsea had 16 corners this game. Oh, right? I think he had about 15 in like five minutes, didn't he? <laughs> it just yeah. felt like it felt like we were just stuck. Like, oh, another corner, oh, another corner. And Very your heart's in your mouth. But after a few, I thought we're, we're dealing with these quite well here. Yeah. We're yeah. actually all right. But uh, I thought yeah. defensively today, I thought Evan was really good defensively today. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Defensively, we were was a little bit. Uh, I'm a wrong because. I haven't been able to digest the game properly. I thought Pickford's a bit dodgy today. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, let's talk about him then because he, he done some really dodgy stuff like erratic where he'd just dribble a ball out and get it taken off him. Really strange. So, yeah, I don't know what he was playing at there for some of the things. Andrew, what, what did you think of Pickford, mate? I think his head's a little in the clouds from like the adoration that he's getting. I think he's a player that needs to be loved, but I think it can sometimes go a little overboard. I think it yeah, he's doing things, doing things like a little more, oh, how do I, enthusiastically than yeah. he was when it was just constantly under fire for the last six months of last season. Yeah. Just, um, <clears throat> I think he's I a player that easily gets consumed by adulation. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's like, I'm, you're, you're the main man. And I think he's just one of them. Keep telling me I'm the main man. I could be wrong. Yeah, I like Jordan Pickford. Listen, I've done a complete U-turn on Jordan Pickford. He's got a lot of money in the bank with me, but yeah, he's a bit dodgy today. I know that goal was offside, like, but I thought, what are you doing? What? Why have you padded it out like that? But yeah, just anyway, flapped it. Yeah. Um, but it could have been something to do with like because he had the captain's armband today, didn't he, Pickford? So maybe it's just you know, it's it's just one of them where it's just unsettled them somehow. Um, yeah, very strange. But as you say, the defence was solid. Uh, and most of that was down to Tarkowski just being an absolute monster. Uh, he made a few important tackles and blocks again. Yeah. Um, what did you think of him, Paul? No, he was really good in here. I have absolutely no worries about him. I think the only thing he'd done wrong in the game was he uh, he put a ball out wide to Holgate and it went out. I think that's the only thing I can point at him and say. A few little silly fouls, but yeah, that's that's football. That's, you see Virgil van Dijk doing them and stuff like that. But no, I, yeah. I thought for the debut, he was really solid. Like he, he looks like he's been there for years. Definitely, mate. Uh, Andrew, any thoughts on uh, Tarkowski? Yeah, I just I was concerned to see before the match. I wanted to see you know how Premier League refs would deal with his type of fouls. Yeah, and it seems like he's still got a little bit of leeway with him. Yeah. I was very concerned that some of them would get cards, and he didn't end up with one, did he? No, he was he was uh, he was solid, wasn't he? I, I did I did think he was going to get booked because there was a couple in the first half where he just slammed into Sterling a few times, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> apart from that, he was sound. Like, and there was a, a ball in the second half that he played over to Mikhailenko, and he kind of chested it and volleyed it. it. Would have been a spectacular goal, that. But yes. Oh my in. God. 
but that just shows you like the range of passing that he's got as well. It's just brilliant. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah, not well, Burnley Tarkovsky. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got no qualms about him. Like he's a solid sign. I think we said it from the very beginning that he he just slots straight in. So yeah, I'm happy enough with him. Like, yeah, definitely. So yeah, Jack's just joined us as well. Uh, Jack, what we were just speaking about uh, Tarkowski there, mate, and the impact that he had. What did you think of his game today? Yeah, I think he was um, much expected. Really, I think he's give us that kind of um, composure and and kind of the leadership at the back. I think one of the big things with Tarkovsky, which I think we saw in pre-season as well, which has really impressed me, and I think a lot of others is how um, how he kind of how he brings the ball out and he can kind of pick a pass. Yeah. I never really picked up on that um, when he was at Burnley, but that's something that I thought he's is really is really given to us. He like feeds mid, feeds balls into like midfield, and yeah, he can kind of pick his head up, and I think it it, it provides a lot of um, calmness to to those like around him. Definitely, mate, without a doubt. Um, well, let, let's just move upwards then. From so we talked about uh, Tarkowski and. Uh, the rest of the defence. What what does everyone make of Yeddy Mina? Uh, Paul, I'll start with you, mate. Oh, I'm sick of it now, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it now. Listen, he was right by me there. That's right by where I sit there. It was just, it was nothing. That it was absolutely nothing. And yeah. he probably can't help it if his body's letting him down. But I noticed the reaction around me in the ground. It was like it was a case of nobody really cares anymore. Do you yeah. Get what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh god, here we go again. It's like. It's like someone keep, who constantly keeps telling you they're not well. You're just like, oh, whatever. You're never well. It's that, that's just that's just the that's <laughs> where I am with Yeri Mean, and I'll just I wouldn't be bothered if I didn't see him playing forever and ever again. To be honest with you, like I, I'm at that stage. I have to be honest. Like, yeah, he, he just can't get through a full game, can he? Um, Jack, what did you make of Yeri Mean? I'm on the same the the, the same thought process as um, as Paul. Uh, I just I think he's. For me, I'd, I'd, if we get a half decent offer, I'd, I'd sell him. Um, it's just yeah. at this point, it's you know, I know people are saying about Michael Keane's limitations, but for me, um, at least Michael Keane's actually available. You know, yeah. you mean as available for about 15% of the season. I think he yeah. played, did he even play 20 games last year? I don't know, but I don't think like, it was that many. Soon, there's, soon people as went, there's people who wouldn't have Connor Cody. Are you having a laugh? It's crazy, it's crazy. Like take him all day, especially yeah. especially next to Tarkovsky. I just think he'd be, that'd be that'd just lay the foundations nicely. But yeah, it would with, definitely with Mina. I just think it's it's just pointless now. Like how long has he been here now? Like four years, is it three, four yeah. years? And it's just the same old every time. Like and I was much the same today. As soon as he went down, I was like, ah, well, no one even feels sorry for him now, do they, Jack? I, that's what I. That's the impression. No, I not at all. No not one's so. like, oh no, mean mean is down there, and it's like, oh god, for God's sake, just get him off. That's what it was like. And yeah. the worst, the worst thing is with it as well. And in a couple of days or something, you it'll it'll be on like you'll you'll see a picture of him like smiling in Mexico or somewhere. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. I mean, you'll see him tickling the fitness staff on the training ground, like. Just but he never it, he never seems to he never seems to have many fitness issues for for Colombia, does he? Now you'll see a man's not lollipops with French fans to kids and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um so let's let's move forward then. So what did we think of Iwobi in the midfield? Because I thought he was brilliant there. Andrew, I'll start with you on this one, mate. He uh Frank made a comment about how oh, you know, preferred position be damned. His work rate just allows him to be kind of whatever Frank needs at the moment. And I really appreciate his utility um and his versatility. Uh 
I don't think I think winger is his worst position that we've ever tried him in. I think he's slotted in much better as the right wing back and much better in the midfield. Yeah. And I just love that his newfound pace and freedom allows him to do so much for us defensively. Yeah. Oh, he was he was brilliant tracking back. Um Paul, what did you think of him mate in the ground? Yeah, I thought Alex will be he just he can run and run all day. I thought he had a really good game. I think yeah. uh, him and Patterson were my and Tarkovsky were my stand up players for us today. Like I thought they uh, they put a proper shift in. I haven't really got any major gripes with any Everton player today, honestly, really. Maybe Damari Gray, I thought he was he was off it all day. Anthony Gordon mm. to a certain degree, but got a little bit better, I thought. Um but no, I thought it will be listening, he's integral to Everton moving forward now, I think. Um, I have absolutely no issue with him being in a team every week. I haven't. Yeah, definitely, mate. Uh, Jack, do you think that's where Iwobi's permanent position is in that centre midfield? Yeah, I totally echo that. I think he's gone from probably public enemy number one to one of the first names on the team sheet for me. Um, yeah. Just everything about it, his work rate. What I've noticed with Iwobi as well is he's actually very good at picking his head up and he knows exactly what's around him, yeah. which isn't something that I think... But I think maybe it's something which has come from, like, come with confidence from Frank, because that's not something that I think he's always had with us. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing I noticed today was. It really seemed like very now, Jack. I think he actually feels wanted now. It will be. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's yeah. probably always he's always felt like a bit of an outsider. I know he's from Nigeria, but he's a London boy. He's yeah. Up yeah. He's probably felt like he's at Ernest, and he's earned his place now. He has that. He's, yeah. he's in the Everton team every week for me now, like. Oh, yeah. I think I think feeling like an outsider probably goes back to his Arsenal days as well, if I'm honest. Yeah. I think there were times there where he was a bit of an outcast and perhaps not given the um given the freedom to kind of play to his play to his actual level. Yeah. Well it was interesting when he first joined us because he was saying like uh you know, he wanted to be played in the middle and, and he was telling more or less telling Ancelotti to move him over yeah. to, into the middle and everyone was laughing saying why are you telling Ancelotti to move you over? But here we are. He's been, you know, an outstanding player in the middle there. So fair play to him for sticking by it. And uh, yeah, he was his passing was brilliant and his tracking back was just tremendous. So he's, he's got some engine on him. He can just run all day. Yeah, um, fully agree. Let's move forwards a little bit now then. Um, and we'll just talk about the front three in general. Gray, Gordon and McNeil started the game. And um, <clears throat> well, for me, um, McNeil offered nothing. He was non-existent. Gray was frustrating, and his decision making was awful. And Gordon, he done okay, but he 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 was just knackered after like forty minutes. So, um, Paul, I'll start with you, mate, on the front three. What did you reckon? Yeah, I didn't actually. As maybe have a different point of view, sitting at the ground, you see more on the telly and all that. I didn't think McNeil was that bad. I thought he worked hard. He yeah. got what out of McNeil, what I expected to get out of McNeil, but with no striker. There's, he's pretty useless on the pit. He can't. He's not going to put a ball into anyone because there's no one there. So yeah. I thought, and Demar, I thought Demari Gray really frustrated me today. Really, really frustrated me. Maybe it's because he's playing in a position that is foreign to him. I don't know, but I just he, he just annoyed me today. Just a lot of just lying on the floor with his arms up and giving up and just yeah. get more involved. I just and Gordon the same. Listen, I've told people to lay off Anthony Gordon, but uh, can only go off what you see. I. I me personally was a little bit disappointed with him, but I thought he got a little bit better as the game went on. Yeah, I don't know if you agree, Paul, but I think with with Gordon sometimes a big frustration is that, like I was saying about a Warby, how he 
kind of picks his head up with Gordon. Sometimes it's just like head down and it's just drive and there's no kind of actual thinking what he's going to do next. Yeah, I think yeah. Jack has said before, I think all three of them are, are, are doing the bits that they can do, but there's, they know that there's nobody in the middle if they put yeah. a cross in. There's absolutely no one there. It's this striker situation, and we might come on to it later on, John, but that's terrible to us today, that. That's because they were just a penalty better than Everton. I, I think if we had a proper striker, we could have won that game today. I yeah, really I actually, I actually thought Chelsea were very, very ordinary today. Like, yeah, I did. Apart from the, apart from the penalty, I can't really think of um, a clear cut chance. No. Yeah. No. I'm with right. you guys on Gray, he was very, very wasteful, and he and Gordon both still need to get their heads up and make decisions faster. They yeah. tend to dwell on the ball way yeah. too long for anything to really work on a counter. Which is weird because Gray started last season just absolutely terrifying on the counter. Yeah. And now he just kind of chills and waits and thinks and he'll pick out a really bad pass and then it's over. Well, we had that counter attack, didn't we, where it was a two on one and yeah. he could have played it in front of the defender or he could have yeah. took a touch and played it behind him. And he just hit it straight to the defender. I don't know just... I don't know if people agree, but I see Gray as kind of um not, not, don't mean it disrespectfully, but I see him as like a poor man's Sterling. Yeah, like he's got, he's got all the pace, but his end product is questionable. His mm. decision making is questionable. Yeah. I just question um, if Demari believes in himself enough. I don't think he does. No, because no, it, that, no he's got everything you can, you could possibly want to succeed. But I just think maybe yeah. it's just thoughts in his head that stop him from being a great player. I don't know, but I, do, I actually like Demari Gray. I'm not gonna. Yeah, hundred percent. I think a, a perfect example of that, Paul, as well, was today. I don't, I don't know if you, if you remember it, but Gordon was steaming through the middle, and Koulibaly was in oh, between yeah. Gray and Gordon, and it was a simple pass, really. Yeah, um, yeah. And the commentary made it out like I watched it on telly, but the commentary made it out like it was fantastic defending. It wasn't. It was, was Damari Gray pass. not taking his head up, and yeah. then he did it too late, and he hesitated. Yeah, if yeah. he'd have just shown a bit of confidence in himself and had a bit of faith, he'd, he'd have had no problem in finding Gordon. No, definitely. And there was a there was a, a moment in the second half where um, we we kind of played a long ball and it was a straight race between Gray and uh, Thiago Silva. Gray got there and he was in the box and then Thiago Silva managed to get back and he, he got yeah, a block. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure Gray he should he could have done better there somehow. You know. Um, yeah. I, just say, mate, I think it, with with a striker on a pitch and. You'll have people screaming and going, Calvert-Lewin can't do that. But I just think his presence alone would allow yeah, Damari Gray story. and Gordon to do their own thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, It's a different definitely. story with a vocal point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, there was a couple of moments that Gordon had. Uh, so he had a header in the six-yard box, didn't he? Which uh, he should have scored. He should have scored. Um, and then there was another one in the second half where Iwobi played a really nice ball into him quickly and he was kind of jinking his way past defenders but just couldn't get a shot away. Uh, some nice things from Gordon, but his fitness for me lets him down more than anything. He was he was gassed. He was just yeah, gassed. He was. He was. <clears throat> yeah, he um, was. But uh, that's just. Tell you what, I'm talking about gas. Sorry, John. Yeah, a, lot them, a lot of them Chelsea players looked dead on their feet all the way through the game. Yeah, but I think a lot of it was down to just cramp and fitness. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. I thought Havertz as well for coming to that. I thought Havertz was awful for that. I thought he looked. So sluggish, like he looked dead on his feet from like five minutes in. Yeah, definitely. I think that Koulibaly got man of the match, didn't he? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. It was either yeah, I, I, Thiago I, Silva. 
Yeah, I didn't actually think he was anything special, Koulibaly. I didn't think he was. I didn't think he had a great game. If I'm honest, I thought he was. I thought he was all right, but I don't think he was anything where it makes you think, "Whoa, he's yeah. you know, he's anything special." Me, me, me and you would have a great game as centre half. We had no one to mark. <laughs> we would, we would, yeah, very true, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's move on to their goal then. So Andrew, uh, the core ace steamrolls Chil- Chilwell, and it's an easy pen, isn't it? It okay. So I think this is doubly true. Yes, Chilwa went down a little easy. However, Ducore made it completely inarguable because he had both hands on him and almost threw in like a little Muay Thai trip yeah. around him. And that combined, like, yeah, Chilwell, if he didn't go down to that, he'd be a moron. That was yeah. a perfect yeah, situation for a pen, even though it was soft, kind of, completely inarguable. Yeah. Paul, um, what did you think of the pen in the ground, mate? Yeah, it looked like a pen from where I was. And I I, I put the kiss of death on them because I actually said to me that about 10 seconds before them and say, what, the Corey's looks all right today. And then, boom, that happened. So <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can kiss me off the pod now if you want me to. So uh, <laughs> definitely my fault that like, But no, it was a penalty, wasn't it? And this night, and this is not a, a thing. I knew, I think every man in his, his dog knew that Jorginho was going to go to Pickford's right. Yeah. He always puts his penalties there. Yeah, he does. Just dive that way, please. Yeah. Um, Jack, what was your thoughts on the penalty, mate? Yeah, just clear. I couldn't actually believe that. I read a few tweets when it happened saying it's not a penalty. Um, I actually put a tweet out saying, I don't I don't understand how you can argue it. I think if, if that's the other way, then yeah. the people saying it's not a penalty are screaming it is a penalty. Um but I just think it's. I just think, for me, Decore. He's. I do like him, but I just. I don't. I don't know. He's. He's just sometimes. He's. He's just so dopey. He just. He doesn't realise yeah. like what's he going on around pass. him. He, just he can't, can't pass. pass. And that's one thing I think. Like you were saying before, Paul. I think before the penalty today, that's one thing I was pleasantly surprised at because yeah. I thought he was actually. He was. His passes and had actually been all right. And you start thinking, Decore's turned up here. And then yeah, yeah. one moment, and he's actually lost his man, and then he's just like, like Andrew said, he's got two hands all over him, and you just can't argue with it. But in typical Everton fashion, there was eight minutes added on. I think that was like the eighth minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah it oh, was yeah. right on our time. Yeah, yeah, typical. Yeah, and just going to was uh, like I mentioned Pickford as well, and I thought I thought he had a, a pretty shaky game actually today. He got away yeah. with the he got away with the Sterling goal because we were just offside, but that yeah. was like that was so. Like he, he palmed it out like six yards to him, didn't he? Right to his feet. I think Olgate got him out of that one at the end in the second half as well. Yeah, I thought yeah, Olgate yeah. had a decent game actually when yeah. he came on. Yeah, Olgate got him out of that because he 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 dwindled on the ball, didn't he? Instead of just whacking her up the pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know who was yeah. he won it off him, but then Holgate had to make the foul because he was miles off his line. Yeah, yeah, and it was at a really bad time that as well because we needed the ball at the other end, didn't we? Yeah, it's just just a bit silly that bit erratic. Um. Let's move on to uh, Patterson because for me he was he was really solid defensively and also going forward he got into the box a few times he was really good and he played a nice little ball into uh, Deli Ali in the six yard box and he should have just hit it first time but um, Andrew what was your thoughts on Patterson mate? Yeah, I always thought Patterson was going to offer more than Coleman would going forward, but yeah. I was very concerned that you know in a game where we would maybe park the bus that Patterson wouldn't have the composure and the discipline to be what we needed there. But yeah. 
I thought he was pretty much fantastic all over the pitch. And I love his attitude. He, I mean, he's a baby in premier league years and he just took no shit from anyone proper feisty little terrier. Yeah. He was a beast, wasn't he? Um, Jack, do you have any thoughts on Patterson today? Yeah, I really like Patterson. Um, I was quite surprised actually to see him start because I, I've been listening to a couple of spaces through the week and I'd heard a couple of people talk about Iwobi and I actually came around to the idea of thinking it might be it because like yeah. Andrew just said, we, we, you know, in a game where you have to part the buzz a little bit against decent side, um, it was quite a big ask, but I thought he, he got up and down quite well. And I think, like we've alluded to before, I think with a striker, like I think if we'd had Calvert-Lewin, I think it would have benefited um, both Patterson and Michael Anko a lot more, like yeah. getting the crosses in the box, but... Um, yeah, I thought he had thought he had a good game. Yeah, definitely. Um, Paul, you you said you before you were impressed with Patterson. Yeah, he was my man of the match. To be honest yeah. with you, just because it's his Premier League debut, and if anyone listened to this pod knows, the, I was a bit doubtful of him. To be honest with you, it was. I admit it. I was. I, I watched him in um, against Minnesota, and I thought, no, I'm not having this lad. But stupidly, that was a stupid opinion for me at the time. But. No, I thought he was really good today. He's, he's big, you know. I didn't realise how big he was. Yeah, yeah. He's a big lad. Like, um, he was on my side in the game as well. You can hear him talking to people. He's telling people off and that as well. So, no, yeah. I think I think he'd be sound, Patterson. I think he'd be, like Jackson said there, and it comes back to what I was saying earlier on, it must have been so frustrating for him and Mikhailenko and the wingers today because they all like crossing the ball, but there's no yeah. one to cross it to. And it's no. this board, listen, don't really want to blame the ball, but they have put us in a position where we've got no strikers, and it's yeah. not, it's not on, it's not. No, you're right, mate. We're desperate for someone in there. Um, but it, it looked like you know when uh, Deli Ali came on that they, they did have something to aim at, and as I said, there uh, Patterson found Deli Ali in the box and should have scored. So, um, Paul, I'll start with you on again on this one. What did you think of Deli Ali when he came on? Yeah, I thought he was all from what I seen, he looked all right, like, but uh, nothing special. I just, um I just felt, John, me personally, once that penalty went in, I never, ever thought we were going to get back into it. I have to be honest. Like, yeah, no. It was, it was a big goal at a big time. And I just, I would have liked to have seen us have a little bit more of a goal. But I can't really knock Everton today. I thought we were all right. and But no, we're just toothless up front. It, it's a problem. Like, yeah. Even Bro- Brozier come on for Chelsea, I thought he looked all right. Yeah, he did, mate, yeah. Um, Jack, what about uh, Deli Ali, mate? Uh, yeah, I echo I echo what uh, Paul just said. Really, I think um, I think he, he came in. He, he didn't, you know, it's difficult in it without a striker, as we said. But yeah, I think he, he he put himself about a bit more. I think he had a bit more success than than graded. But um, yeah, he he just frustrates me sometimes, Deli Ali, because you know he's got that ability. But I think yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's uh, he needs a bit more time to get his confidence up, but. Just sometimes when he's taking a bad touch or when like players kind of got away from him and then you get camera close ups and he's like smirking and it's I don't know yeah. maybe it's just me but I just like to see him a bit more I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. He, he seems to get uh, frustrated a little bit, doesn't he, when it doesn't go his way? But yeah, yeah, he's also got that little bit of snide streak in him, which is nice to see. I quite like that. No, he um, has. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I thought for that goal that we should have had. Uh, where he said he should have shot first. I yeah. think he got tangled. I think there was a one touch, like hit him right in the ankle that made him fall. Right. I don't think that was like him just completely whiffing. I think he got touched in like 
the exact wrong physics spot. Yeah. And that's why that went to hell. Yeah, fair play, mate. I, I wasn't quite sure. I didn't see many replays of that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it just looked like he couldn't sort his feet out and he just kind of put it wide. But if that's the case, mate, then are you saying we should have had a pen as well? Is that what you're saying? No, um, <laughs> because, it, yeah, it wasn't like a tackle. Like, I'd have to watch the replay again. From what I remember, though, he was going in, defender was standing still. Yeah. And his foot just caught exact like he didn't leave a uh, defender didn't leave a leg trailing or anything. Yeah, it was just a weird, bad posted foot that he hit, and then he dropped. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, mate. Um, yeah, I mean, what else can we say about the game? It was just toothless, wasn't it? It was just a bit boring. Um, we defended quite well, but I don't know. I don't know what else you can say. It wasn't exciting, was it? Nothing really happened. No, as I say, John, I just thought they were, people might be saying, oh, they were superior to us, and you know what, they probably were, but I just thought there was no other really big incidents in the game apart from the penalty. I thought yeah. they were just, it was no, no nothing. Really, without that, it's no nil. I think yeah. just a penalty better than us. I really do. I just I'm, Listen, I'm not a Chelsea fan, but I don't see them doing much this season, and that's all the best they've got to offer, like. Yeah. No, I mean, like, the, the first day is always, it's, it's always a bit of, you know, there, there is quite a few sides that normally start a little bit slow, isn't there? But I looked on social media after the game and a lot of Chelsea fans were, were actually giving a bit of credit to Everton, you know, saying obviously they knew our injury trouble. Um, and they were saying, like, we actually, you know, we've had a game there. I think if you're a Chelsea fan, you're coming out of that thinking, well, we've won, but we've had to, like, we've had to grind it out. Yeah, well, they were wasting time quite a bit as well, weren't they? Which just shows that... You know, they were a bit worried in some parts of the game, but I couldn't believe when it was like fifty-five minutes and Mendy was like wasting time. Yeah. yeah. Do we know anything about? Because I've been out all day. Do we know anything about Ghana or Onana and Cody? Is anything else happened today? Yeah. No, it's just just saying Onana was in the ground there. Was he? Um, yeah, getting pictures with all the fans. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure about gay. I pretty I seen someone earlier on saying um it might have fell through because he couldn't get a visa or something. So I don't know about that one. Well, but I was listening to um, I was listening to a space just just earlier, just after the game, and um, I don't know if you've heard him. Um, can't remember his second name, but Fraser is a um, oh, yeah. Scottish journalist, and he was saying that a big part in Onana actually joining us was the fact that Gay was coming because um, right. he wanted to work. Because I think um, the both yeah, yeah. So. He was saying that the, the chance to work with him and Frank was a big part of him of him coming. But as yeah. far as I've heard, that Gay's in the last is in is in the final stage because I know he wasn't. I don't think he was named in PSG's side. Yeah, yeah. Um, earlier, yeah. so I think it is happening. I just think it's in the final stage, and we all know how Everton work it normally takes. Yeah, <laughs> probably announce him in like November. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they've got to get a strike in this week because I think we need two, mate. That was just glaringly obvious. That that was just like anyone who has a go at Calvert Lewin. Listen, it's your if that's your opinion, that's your. I'll just point you in the direction of that game there. Even yeah. if Calvert Lewin was having a, a terrible game, he, he's there. He's a focal point. He's making nuisance yeah. for himself. You know what I mean? We need a striker, as you say. We probably need two desperately. Desperately. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure for you. Do you think we would have gotten an equalizer if Rondon had been available? Possibly. Because with the crosses that we were seeing, I think it would have been possible for him to take one of those or if Mita hadn't gotten injured. Because I mean, Tarkovsky almost yeah. had one. Even, even if we'd not, even if he'd not got a goal, I think 
you know, he gets criticised, Rondon, and I, you know, I've, I'm not, he's, I'm not a massive fan. But the one thing that he will do is he'll put himself about, and he's big and he's physical, yeah, and he'll yeah. give you that vocal point. And his hold up is we, not bad we just at all. totally missed it. We just totally missed that today. Yeah, massively, massively. We definitely need to get someone in by next week, and also a defender as well, whether it be Connor Cody or something. But that's two defenders gone in one game, and they're not like, as you said earlier, Paul. They're not like you know coming back next week. They're out for a while now. It's just, it's disgusting. I don't know what the hell's going on with the injuries, but I'm just getting sick of it now. I mean, we're one game into the season and we're already talking about injuries. It's, it's pathetic. Three players down already. Well, yeah. Do you think it changes things? Do you think he might, as well, if he wants, let's say, okay, let's say, for instance, Connor Cody's done with Sandim. Do you think he, he needs to go and get someone else as well now? Um, Not if Holgate plays like that. Yeah. Yeah, but... Holgate was really good. I agree with you there, mate. I thought he was yeah. today. Yeah, he had a great game, actually, when he came on. What happens if Holgate gets hurt? Then you've got That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Or is Reese Welch? Is is it his time now? Could be. The thing I I was thinking, actually, about... That's an interesting point about Keane was... I know he's he's got his question marks around him, and rightly so. Like, I'm not his biggest fan, but... I think the thing's always been with Keane is... He needs someone next to him who's a leader. And I think if... We need him, and he's got Tarkovsky next to him. Yeah, that might prove a bit of a difference because I think I don't know if you remember, and I know it was a different kind of like scenario. But when Keane and Tarkovsky were together at Burnley that first year, they were they were pretty solid. Yeah. Um. So if if we did need to fall back on Keane, I mean he's there, and I just think he'd. I think next to Tarkovsky, I think he'd, he'd be. I think it elevates him. I think it makes a better him a better player just having Tarkovsky next to him. Yeah, you're probably right there, mate. Um, the only thing I'd say on Keane is I don't think he, he's very good in this three-at-the-back situation because he doesn't know where to be. He doesn't know what position to be in. Yeah, uh, and his pace is pretty non-existent, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, it's, well, it's, As Jack said earlier on, no, his availability, you know, you can hats off to him like because he's... You know, I've just put the kiss of death on him there, but he never seems to be in <laughs> Yeah. No, that's that's true, mate. He's always no. That's the, the that's the one thing you can say for Keane, you know. And obviously, like last season, he had his. Everyone was saying he's had his like mental health problems and stuff. And I think the fact that he has been available when we've needed him, whether his performances have been good, whether they've been bad, at the end of the day, he's been there, hasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I just want to touch on the five subs thing because for me, it just killed the game. It was horrible to watch. It was just like. So boring, and it just stopped everything every every minute. Chelsea were at it all day. I thought from the, just even before they scored, I thought they were at it. Just like, yeah, I think they know coming to Goodison. It's just it's not a happy hunting ground <laughs> for them. I think that it's just get out of there as soon. If you get a goal, let's just protect what we've got and yeah. just players dropping like flies. And yeah, it was a lot of time wasting. There was a lot of things going on inside the ground as well. I think um, someone behind me must have collapsed or something like that. And see the policeman run on the pitch. Yeah, seeing that, mate. Yeah, so uh, it was a bit of a stop-start game. Felt like it was in there for hours, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the five subs rule, is there any like time limit? Is You've got to make them within a certain amount of time, or is it just five subs? Yeah, so it's, I think you've got to use them. Um, I think, you know, you've got you've got five subs, but I think you've got to use like two at a time in certain situations or something like that. I'm not quite sure, but I think you can't just stop the game five times, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But, you know, it was still annoying to watch. Um, but it just shows it again the lack of the the depth and and just the different rules. Chelsea just had a billion pounds of debt written off, and they're able to spend sixty two million on one player who was sitting on the bench. 
and it just shows you like the difference in the rules with other squads and this five subs rule is just going to benefit certain teams, not others. And I, I mean, know. look at look how much Chelsea spent on the defense like in total this summer. Yeah, you know how much was Koulibaly about forty mil. Yeah, definitely. You know, and then they've got I think you know Sterling was about thirty, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. they're going to spend uh, about 70 on Fofana as well from Leicester. Which is... Did, um, that Gallagher and Brozier came on and my dad turned to me and they just walk in our team to pair them at the moment. They would, yeah. yeah. And they came, they came on at like the you know the 90th minute and you're thinking, Do you, don't you want better than that? Like, Don't you want to be starting the game? Gallagher looked a little pissed off when he was coming on. He seemed annoyed at like the timing of him coming on. He got booked straight away, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's just like... You know, they, surely to God, they just want to go out and just play every minute of every game, and they could do that. But well, hopefully, Frank Lampard is now locked in the office, like Graham says, and he's having a big party with uh, Thomas. <laughs> hopefully, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I don't think we missed much, really, did we? Because no, there wasn't. Just, uh, it's Villa next, mate, and yeah, I think we just need to dust ourselves off without listen. I hate losing. We all hate losing, but I'm not really disheartened about that today. I'm honest, I'm really not. Like I've seen enough there to say that I think we'll be all right. We just need to strike it. And yeah, but Villa have just lost, haven't they? Didn't Villa lose today? The yeah, Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. So they're going to be up for it next week. So that should be a tasty affair that next week, like. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we, we've got to get bodies in, like you know, before then, I think, because otherwise we're just going to struggle. But. Yeah, hopefully get get a striker in, get a uh, Onana and Gay finalised, and then did you see the Lampard's interview after the game? By the way, because he, he was speaking about Onana and was he? You know, saying about no, I've not seen his interview. No, yeah, he was not just talking about the quality that he was going to bring, and he, he sounded like he was. Oh, so it's done that then, yeah, it is done. Yeah, it's pretty oh, done. No, yeah. It's done. yeah, it's finished. Yeah, I think it's just the. Um, I think they're just waiting on the announcement now. You know, like the um, doing that all the media and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No, but listen, I think there's reason for us to be upbeat there. And listen, I'm I'm king of doom and gloom, but <laughs> I, I thought that was all right. Honestly, people will say, What are you talking about? I I thought given the No, I agree. Chances, I agree. I thought we were all right, honestly, it really did. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Especially the how solid we looked defensively, which was really impressive. So yeah, especially on the set pieces, by the way. You know, as we said before, they had about sixteen corners. And we looked a lot more comfortable than we did previously, especially in pre-season only last week. So they didn't they yeah. didn't actually cause us they didn't actually cause us a problem off one of them corners. No, no, they didn't. Half of them, half of them hit Holgate's head when yeah. he came yeah. on. He, he like got rid of half of them. Yeah. yeah, so people were marked at the back. It's a miracle. Yeah. Oh, what's happened to us? <laughs> but um, it's been uh, a pretty uneventful day, apart from like the injury and stuff, really. But. Um, on to Villa next week. Hopefully, we can get a few players in by then. But um, Jack, it's a pleasure getting you on, mate. And, yeah, good um, debut. Good debut, that Jack. All done, yeah. mate. No, thanks. Thanks very much for having us. Um, it was good when I finally got on. Yeah, yeah. I know we had a few. only took an hour. Yeah, technical <laughs> difficulties, but no, we'll definitely get you back on soon, mate. And uh, Paul and Andrew, pleasure to get you guys on as well. And then we'll uh, catch you in the next one. Everton, aren't we? Everton, aren't we? Everton, aren't we? Everton, aren't we? <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at EAW podcast at gmail.com.
This show is sponsored by 3 Transport Refrigeration Limited. They offer refrigerated transport breakdown coverage nationwide, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Check them out at www.3trl.co.uk or call 01925-550-333. Go ahead and check them out for all your refrigeration transport needs. Catch you in the next one, guys.